0: Welcome back to the 41st ever episode of the Iced Coffee Hour. My name is Andre Jick and I have my two guests here, Graham Stefan and Jack. Hi, how you guys doing? Hi, we're you doing so in my well. House? Hey,
1: I got one question for you. Hey. How much have we made on the podcast so far?
0: You guys made
2: $40,515.54. Wow. Fantastic. Yeah, cool. that was a great introduction.
1: Yeah. Thanks so much for coming on, Andre. <laughs>
2: <course>. Hello, love. <laughs> you should your go-to line now is wow, wow, that was, amazing that was the intro. Best one we've had. But yet. do it like Dogecoin style, much wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome. Now, for those that don't know you, Andre, no, thank you. You have a YouTube channel. <laughs> you have it. You're you're the uh, Las Vegas Graham. Right. You have another personal <laughs> finance channel on YouTube. <laughs> Way um, to insult your guest. 1.2, <laughs> uh, 3 million subscribers Almost now. Almost
0: 1.3. Congratulations.
2: Thank and growing you. at a rapid rate as well.
0: It is rapid. The rate
2: is rapid as, yeah, very rapid ash. <laughs>
0: Uh, (laughs) What are we talking about here? We're going to
2: talk crypto today. Okay. We're going to talk crypto. We're going to talk a whole bunch of personal finance and investing stuff. And then we're going to be talking about us hiring someone new to come join on the team. I will not be applying. You don't want want the job?
3: you don't want the job <laughs>
0: no we wouldn't hire apply, you I'll, apply anyway. I'll apply all right but um, uh yeah so welcome <laughs> thank you thank you for having me yeah we were talking about ad revenue are we comparing
1: yeah, yeah. what's your to date revenue
0: my to date one yeah. gosh do you want me to like how do i send you a screenshot or you just want me to say yeah just take it? a screenshot sure um i'll send it to you
1: but really quick you guys we have to thank backblaze for sponsoring this episode in this world we really only need four things to survive food water oxygen, and access to data. Graham and I collaborate to produce seven videos a week. We have more than 20 SD cards, four cameras, and files flying all over the place. With so many moving parts, there's a ton of potential for complications, which is really costly when you're in business. One time we lost an entire video that we were going to post due to not backing up footage. Fortunately, Backblaze exists for this exact reason. Backblaze is an amazing service that allows for unlimited computer backup for 30 days and is only $6 a month. You can back up any digital data from the newest Millennial Money video to Uncle Phil's family vacation photo album. It's the cloud, you have access to these files anywhere you have the internet. Is 30 days not long enough for you? For an extra $2 a month, you can increase your retention history to a whole year. Visit backblaze.com slash icedcoffee for a free trial. Be sure to use that link, backblaze.com slash icedcoffee, so they know where you came from and to continue to support the show. Once again, that is backblaze.com slash icedcoffee. Protect yourself today. Thank you, Backblaze, and back to the podcast.
0: But I think today I'm going to officially break a million. I'm no. right Today? Now, today? I'm at 900... $97,394.59, but I've been averaging six to 7000 a day on rad revenue.
2: Holy crap. Congratulations. Thanks, man. This calls for a celebration. That's a big milestone. That's a yeah. huge to milestone. To say you made a million dollars in YouTube and ad, ad, ad revenue. revenue. That's insane, right? Wow. Yeah. But now here's the kicker, is that I bet most of that was in the last year, right?
0: 100%. Yeah. Because, yeah, well, oh, let's see. My 2020, oh, man, this doesn't give me a breakdown for the years. But yeah, like my January was one hundred four thousand. My February so far is ninety thousand. So, I guess yeah. Congratulations! Thank
2: you. The IRS has entered the chat.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I love that's when people really are like, why
2: we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Graham's an insider <laughs> agent. It's it's so funny because every time I post about my income, yeah. every single time, so it's like the IRS, <laughs> the IRS has, has just entered, entered, the, entered the, the chat, or or they say California has just <laughs> entered the chat. Well, I don't even but know yeah. how
0: California is letting you leave.
2: Well, see, I, I guess mean we'll I I've, I've legitimately left. I've changed it <laughs>
1: I've
3: <and>
2: leave. <laughs> leave left. <laughs> anyway, congratulations <laughs> on Thanks the ad revenue. That's you, that's you. really exciting. Yeah, what are you at right now? On ad revenue? Yeah. Uh, I think 3 something. Jesus. It's uh it's been wild, seriously. You've been Let's on see. YouTube since 2017 or 16? Yeah, technically 2016. Yeah. Because I started, it was the day after Christmas. Mm. So December 26th is the first day I started. But, but realistically, I 2017. Uh, yeah, like yeah. January. Uh, it was lifetime. Wow. $3,745,697. Wow. Do you still four. check
1: that at all, Graham? What do you mean? Uh, the lifetime revenue.
2: Uh, do lifetime? you ever check it? No. Rarely, I like to see the graph going up over time, and uh, as long as as long as it's doing that, you don't say, yeah, as long as, long as it's going up, I know I'm on the right track. So, but I mean, anyway, it's yeah,
0: crazy like I, don't, I can't believe this is real. Like just sitting here and being able to say that out loud. Like I know people watching this are probably so desensitized to this because everybody on the internet's a millionaire, but I don't take that for granted. Like this yeah. is crazy just to be able to like sit here and do videos and like. That's crazy. Work without a boss? Like, that? what? Yeah. That's insane. That's incredible. It's yeah, probably because yeah.
1: you still live a really modest life. Yeah. So it hasn't really settled in yet. Maybe. No,
0: I don't think it will because I don't think I'll ever, like, live a crazy yeah. life. How long have you been in your current place for? In the one I'm renting? Yeah. Five years. Five years. A little over five and years. And what's your rent? Your rent's like $1,500 a month, right? 1400 split between three people, so 450 for each of us. Wow.
2: And so you've <laughs> kept the same 450 a month apartment
0: yeah. for four, five, five years? Five years, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I've been saving a lot of money, which is great, Uh because there's a foreshadowing. But anyway, <laughs> I don't know what Ooh. I'm talking
3: about. Wow. <laughs>
2: We'll have to see what that is, but you've been investing a lot of the money lately in crypto. I have, yeah. I what did. got you into crypto? Um, what's your total portfolio right now? You, you got to be at like seven hundred grand. And what's now. your
1: principal and what's the amount of profit? You
2: yeah, yeah. In? I'll show you. So I know my principal is
0: around a hundred thousand dollars. So I'm gonna open up my BlockFi. So I buy my crypto off of Gemini, but I know Coinbase is like equally as good. All right. So if people are using Coinbase, that one works too. They're honestly both great. Um, I wouldn't buy it on like Robinhood. <laughs> Because Robinhood and all those free brokerages, they don't let you take your coins off, So, which, you're, which means you're kind of buying a derivative. You're buying a promise from them, which is not what you want to do because the whole idea of crypto is that you have sovereignty over your money. Mm-hmm. And so by using these more expensive crypto brokerages like a Gemini or like a Coinbase, you have the option to remove it and to go somewhere else, which is you want that freedom. So I use BlockFi. Um, you could go to blockfi dot com forward slash Andre. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get up to two hundred fifty dollars' worth of free Bitcoin. Anyway, how do I sh- get two fifty worth of free Bitcoin? How much do I have to What's deposit? What's the average? Yeah, yeah you got to deposit. I don't know what actually the amount is to get up to two fifty. It's got to be like a hundred grand. <laughs> Is it?
2: I don't know. I'm I don't think it's a, that high. Yeah, a lot of those bank sign-up bonuses that I get, like get up to a thousand dollars on us. And yeah. you look at you it. Got to like, deposit a million. Yeah, deposit two and a half million dollars. <laughs> it's like that was clickbait. Like, don't put that in the headline. Like, yeah. how many people are really looking at an email? Okay, six eighty-eight. Yeah, six hundred eighty-eight thousand seven hundred forty dollars.
0: So six, almost seven thousand in interest paid out. So mm. I think the average interest rate between, because like after a certain amount of Bitcoin, I think like after one or two maybe three, the interest rate drops. And I'm guessing that they're not going to have this kind of 8.6% interest rate forever. Mm-hmm. It's as they mature, I'm sure it'll you know lower, but it's 8.6% on USDC, which is the stable coin one for one. Um, and yeah, 8.6% interest, but I'm making like $1,500 a month on interest alone. Three mm-hmm. times your rent. Yeah. Three, t- well, three times wow. my rent. Yeah. yeah. Which is crazy, right? So like Yeah, I mean, if you're going to keep your crypto online, you should never keep it online unless you're getting compensated for it. That's, like, the biggest tip. Um, Because, like, most people that buy crypto, they always hold it on the brokerage they bought, you Mm -hmm. know? Because, like, getting into the cold storage stuff is, like, we could talk about it, but it's so complicated. People are just like, ah, whatever, I'll keep it on Coinbase or Robinhood or wherever. And what sucks is, like, they're taking the risk because if those brokerages get hacked, your coins are gone, And you can, like, you hope that that company will give you your money back. But in the case that it doesn't, that would suck. So if you're going to take that risk, you should be getting paid interest. You might as well. Unless you don't want to take the risk, then you should take it, you know, offline to, like, cold storage. I use, like, the Ledger Nano. But I know there's a ton of companies out there.
2: What do you think the likelihood is, though, that one of those brokerages gets hacked? I would imagine that would be like... I feel like it's inevitable. For Coinbase to get hacked, let's say, that's got to be a huge thing. And you know if there's a hack, they're not just taking like a million dollars. And also,
1: is there any insurance on Coinbase? Yeah, they're all insured, for sure.
2: I don't know like... By what? what?
0: What's up?
1: By what? It's not like FDX. Like Lloyd
0: Bank or something. I'm not sure which which insurance they use, but it's insured probably up to maybe more than a hundred million dollars. I know all of them. That's like pretty much at minimum. Um, they use a lot of insurance but even at 100 billion that's kind of a drop in the bucket when they right. when their custody is billions of dollars I'm almost
2: thinking that if there is a hack let's say of Coinbase someone's going in and taking everything Yeah so like that would completely crash the crypto market prob- if a Coinbase was to get hacked
0: It probably would because of the fear which kind of sucks because that doesn't mean the blockchain is hacked it just means that company was same thing that happened to Mt Gox remember Yeah Yeah if you guys remember or don't remember Mt yeah. Gox was basically this website that was a front for Magic the Gathering originally. And so the CEO, Mark Karpelis, the guy who originally owned it, he was a Magic the Gathering guy. And then somehow they like converted their website to a Bitcoin custodial like brokerage service. And because they didn't have their security right, because they were like a you know, trading card website, they got hacked. And that was like probably like the biggest scandal in all of Bitcoin was, was that.
1: And how much did that affect the uh, price of Bitcoin? Oh, it crashed it. It crashed like it Like 90%, right? Yeah, 90%. Yeah. But how they, long ago was that? I think that was
0: like 12. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, somewhere around there. And I don't know if that thing has been resolved yet. I think people are still waiting to get pa- to get their money back, but they will. But would they get the money back for no, what it was worth back no, then? No, it won't. they won't. They won't. I don't think they will. I don't think they're going to get their millions of dollars back because they right, had right, thousands right. of bitcoins. It's right. like that's not going to happen.
2: They would pay out what it was worth back then. Back most then, likely, exactly. Which was like you know, I don't know what it was a Two couple dollars? thousand dollars. Yeah, back then it was like 2012? maybe a hundred bucks, yeah, three hundred bucks, yeah, okay. yeah. Sure,
1: because yep. they probably would have held like to date, 100%. or at least until it appreciated quite a bit.
0: For sure, yeah. No, it's crazy. But but speaking of those ninety percent crashes, I don't think we'll we'll see one anytime soon, right? Mm. Because like how much money has entered the crypto sphere now? Mm-hmm. We're almost at a trillion dollar market cap. So for crypto whales like we've had before to like influence the price 90% is going to take so much money. You're going to have like companies from the S&P 500 that need to collude together to manipulate the price to the extent that it used to be manipulated when it was like a $100 billion market cap. So I don't think we'll see that again, but it's a possibility. So I'm not writing it off. But we could crash again. But it seems like at this point in time, the support level is like $30,000. But it's Bitcoin, so who knows? It could go down to 15000 could to 10000 tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We don't know. We don't know what's the catalyst. But that's the downside. The upside, though, is there's so many catalysts still. Like today, I made a video about, you know, Apple entering the crypto sphere, MasterCard, Venmo. Like, it's crazy what's going on. Miami became the first municipality or the first city that started integrating Bitcoin into its city. So now, people are going to be able to pay their city fines and taxes with Bitcoin, and they'll be able to get a portion of their salary be paid out in Bitcoin, too. That's now, crazy. My
2: understanding, though, Bitcoin is horrible in terms of moving it from one person
0: to another. Yeah, as as a currency, it's not there yet because of what's called the scaling issue. So I, we want to talk about that. We That's do. That's a really yeah. complicated thing. Can you explain it? Yeah, so here's the thing. With Bitcoin, and I'm not I'm not I'm just gonna preface this with saying like I'm not the best person to explain it, so I'll just explain it in the way that I understand it. But basically with Bitcoin, um there's kind of like a, a bottleneck, meaning that if you and I are gonna use Bitcoin, the way that it works is like there is these blocks, right? And they're one megabyte in size. So you can kind of think of like a Rubik's Cube. And inside this Rubik's cube are coins or transactions. So anytime I send you a Bitcoin or you send me a Bitcoin those transactions get sent to this block. Now, this Rubik's Cube needs to be solved in order to have these rewards be distributed amongst the people who are solving them. So those are the miners. Mm-hmm. They use their computing power to basically solve these blocks and then get rewarded for doing so. That's the incentive. So the other analogy to this are these, these miners are also like bus drivers. So every 10 minutes, this bus arrives to take their transactions and they go. And that means that once this block is confirmed or solved, our transactions get confirmed, right? That's the way it works. Are you with me so far? Jack does not look like he's with me so far. I don't understand what
1: do you mean the transactions get confirmed? It's just okay. when the bus leaves, right? Yes.
0: Yeah, so what I mean by that is this. I, so, I get, okay, I got it. Yeah. Oh, no, no. So, so what it means is this. So whenever we use something like Visa or whatever, MasterCard, our transactions are confirmed instantaneously. Mm-hmm. On the back end, they don't. They're, it's a little bit more complicated but to us, the users, it's confirmed instantaneously. That makes it a good currency, quote unquote, like a good system oh, to transact yeah. because it's, inst- it's instantaneous, right? Whereas Bitcoin, you have to wait at on average 10 minutes for your tr- transaction to be confirmed, which sucks because like, if I'm shopping for something and if I'm, whatever, scanning my debit card, I can't wait for 10 minutes for the merchant to be like, okay, cool, transaction's through, here's the product. That that's, doesn't work. So that's the scaling problem. It's like, how do we scale Bitcoin to include more transactions to be confirmed quicker? A.K.A. in this analogy, Mm -hmm. how do we get more buses to arrive quicker and not every 10 minutes? You can't. That was how Bitcoin was designed. It was designed to be specifically that way. So it means it's slow and clunky and expensive because the more popular Bitcoin becomes the more the price goes up, Mm -hmm. then it means the more people are competing. So if you think about the bus analogy, you think of the bus stop, that's called the mempool. So the bus stop has its own name. That's the mempool. Anytime we send transactions to each other, our transactions get first sent to the mempool, which is the bus stop. Anytime this bus arrives, think of it like we have to bid against one another to be included on the bus. So we compete by sending with our transactions a minor fee. It's Mm -hmm. not free to just get your transaction included in the block. You have to pay a fee. The fee is nominal. It's very small, Mm -hmm. right? But the more expensive Bitcoin becomes, the more you are paying. And the more people are using Bitcoin, and the more popular it becomes. It becomes outrageously expensive to the point where if I want to send you a dollar, I have to bribe the bus driver $100 to get included in the transaction which sucks. Like that's, I don't want to send a dollar right. and spend a hundred dollars just to do that. I. So that's where we hit the wall of the scaling solution or the scaling problem.
1: But first we have to thank our amazing sponsor Vessi. Guys, Vessis are absolutely amazing. They're literally all Graham and I wear now for a multitude of reasons. First off, they're incredibly comfortable. Not only can I wear them for long walks outside, but I actually use them as slippers too. I just fold the back down and boom, Now I'm ready to relax. Second off, they're actually waterproof, not just resistant. I know for a fact I can count on my Vessies to keep my feet dry in any given circumstance. Finally, my Vessies are super cool and stylish. I feel confident wearing my Vessies to any occasion. I can dress up, dress down, or just dress casual. It's an all-in-one shoe. Another thing that I love about my Vessies is that they are super cost-effective. Because shoes wear out so quickly, the average person spends $419 per year on footwear. We of course know that's outrageous. and with with Vessi's all you need is one pair and that will easily last you a year and for every occasion. You can cut your footwear bill down drastically and save some money on the side for some lucrative dogecoin investments. So please guys visit Vessi.com slash iced coffee and get $25 off your pair of Vessies. Trust me, you will love these things. Support this podcast by visiting Vessi.com slash iced coffee or use code iced coffee at checkout. Once again, $25 off your pair of shoes. Thank you so much Vessi for sponsoring this episode and back to the podcast. I noticed that when I was buying Bitcoin on Coinbase mm-hmm. the fees were outrageous like right. it was a lot but that's in when fees. you do a
2: market order you never do a, are we doing market orders no it has nothing to do with market yeah, it orders yeah doesn't Coinbase <clears throat> they have their coin- own
0: like back end system which um, I forget what, what Coinbase is
2: it's called Coinbase wasn't bad at all no I, no, I, no. I, I, yeah. so
0: each of these big brokerages they have like their back end systems which so what we see in the front end are like the, the market whatever you could place a limit order on mm-hmm. them too but you're still gonna pay the fees if you want to pay less fees, you have to use their, like, pro software, which I think is free. Yeah, what's what I, I have yeah, Coinbase yeah. Pro as
1: well, but they also, no, I don't know if they still have fees.
0: They do. They, they do. It's just so it's, it's, like it's a lot a more flexible. Yeah, but, yeah. but that's not the problem. The problem is not the software. The problem is when Bitcoin is really popular, even that software, you're still going to be paying insane amounts of money. But the catch with Bitcoin is you don't have to attach a fee to the transaction. So if you don't want to pay the bus driver, you will eventually be included on the bus provided that there's not that many people in the mempool waiting to get included as well. Because like what could happen is you could send a transaction, not pay a fee, but then get included like a week later or mm-hmm. a month later. Like imagine you mm-hmm. bought something and you're like waiting for a month. So, so that, that problem has been with Bitcoin since the beginning of time. And Bitcoin has forked, which is like where it's split, and people have different like protocols and different solutions for their vision of what Bitcoin should be of how it can scale, which is why you hear all the time people are like, Cardano's better,
2: Ethereum's yeah. better,
0: whatever's better is because it's it's a better form of currency because it's confirmed quicker
2: or whatever it is. So why are people trying to use Bitcoin as a currency? What would be the purpose of accepting taxes in Bitcoin besides just the hype of just being like, ooh, we need to pay taxes with Bitcoin?
0: Right. Yeah, there isn't any. If you're, if, not like, if you're not like a money nerd, it doesn't make any sense to. Which is why I believe in 2017, Bitcoin finally kind of figured out the narrative of what it was meant to be. Because for the longest time, the crypto community had a war, like an internal war with each other. One side of people wanted it to be a currency, and the other side wanted it to be a store of value. And so for the first time in 2017, that's when I like, really saw the crypto sphere, like take off in 2017 was Bitcoin split into two. It was Bitcoin Core at the time, I believe. It was just Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash. I don't know if you've heard of Bitcoin Cash. You've heard of that Mm -hmm. one. And that was the first like original fork that split. And its ethos was, let's use Bitcoin as a currency. So the difference between those two, and this is something most people don't even like, they don't know, they don't go that far in the research, is that Bitcoin Cash has a different scaling solution so, so, here's, so, so now you've understood the problem, right? Hopefully like you understand it's slow, it's clunky. There, there's two main solutions to this problem that people are doing. It's either scale on-chain on the blockchain or scale off-chain, off the blockchain. So there's, these are the two differences. On-chain means let's change the base protocol of what Bitcoin was meant to be. So let's change the block size from one megabyte to, I don't know, 10 megabytes, Right. That way we can have more people be included in the bus because the bus you're just literally increasing the bus size. You're like now we can fit more people in. So now it becomes cheaper to get on. Um, and the problem that those guys encountered from the other half of the Bitcoin community is like you can't download uh, the way that Bitcoin works is like this is public ledger, right? So in order for you to download this public ledger, it has to be small enough to download. But if the blocks get too big and there's too many transactions, the history of the whole blockchain becomes so large, you literally need to become a corporation just to be able to handle the size, to download it, to verify it for yourself. Does that make sense? Mm. So like, it becomes impossible for the individual who lives in a basement or wherever to like participate in the network. So that got a lot of pushback. So Bitcoin Cash split off and their solution was to scale on the blockchain. Their argument against it was, we have Moore's law, right? So every, how many years? Two years? The technology capacity like doubles. Mm -hmm. Like computers get Mm -hmm. better every, I think it was two years, and maybe I'm wrong. And so they're saying like, if we look back, like SD cards that were like five megabyte were like $300 10 years ago. But now that we have more space, it's cheaper, eventually we'll catch up and it's not a huge deal. So they split up and that's what happened. The Bitcoin Bitcoin, main Bitcoin that we're, we see now that's $50,000 roughly is is going to eventually scale what's called off-chain. So not on-chain, but off-chain. Uh, with systems called Lightning or Liquid, there's like different protocols of doing it and we can go into that if you want to. This is complicated, but it gets insanely into the weeds.
1: I do just want to note one thing really quickly. Yeah. One of the reasons why a lot of businesses do want to accept Bitcoin is because sometimes it's difficult to be a be accepted by payment processors. Mm-hmm. And oh, sending, yeah, that's and true. that's why they use it on like the, the dark web and stuff like that is because you can't get approved by Stripe or by, you know, those types <clears> of guys. So you just yeah. send a Bitcoin wallet. That makes so, sense.
0: So if you saw today, Apple um, started integrating it with BitPay. So mm-hmm. If you, I don't know if you guys are familiar with BitPay. BitPay uses, mm-hmm. I believe, the MasterCard network. So BitPay was a company that's kind of like the middleman. They have their own debit card. So you get a debit card. You can load your Bitcoin onto that. And then anywhere that accepts BitPay, you can pay using your Bitcoin. But is that, it instantaneous? It's instantaneous, okay? Because they're kind of the middlemen that facilitate the whole transaction, so they take on the risk and they convert everything on the fly, so mm-hmm. they provide the liquidity. But the problem is, is like very few stores actually accept BitPay. Like it's like what the hell is BitPay? Right. Nobody's heard of that. So Apple finally teamed up with BitPay, or I don't know to like to what degree they teamed up. But now you can put your BitPay debit cards onto Apple
2: Pay, which means that
0: you can now actually spend your Bitcoin anywhere Apple Pay is accepted.
2: I just feel like that would create a tax nightmare to go and like buy, let's say, a car with Bitcoin, mm-hmm. and then you have to figure out what, what's going to be the capital gains on that, mm-hmm. and then you're going to have to pay taxes on an asset that you were holding.
0: Yeah, that used to be a huge problem a couple of years ago. It's right. not anymore. There's like automated tax websites where you can just give what's like custodial permission to look at your balances like your buys and your sells mm. and then calculate all of that stuff for you and you just get a printout and you can give it to your tax person wouldn't that be
2: complicated let's say i'm dollar cost averaging like every week yeah over years right wouldn't that just be just a lot of calculating to do on that for your taxes if you do it manually maybe okay. but why would you do it manually you could just go to those websites and just they plug it in do everything.
0: do everything for you mm. it's automatic yeah, it's amazing. I, I use it. Yeah. So I'm going to use it this year. Maybe I'll make a video about it at some point. But it, it, in theory, it's really easy. You just, I gave it permission and now it tracks all of my buys, all of my sales. So it gives me the net, you know, whatever it is, my net profit. And then I give it to my tax person and then I calculate it. Uh, how'd you get into crypto? Oh, I bought a drone. <laughs> I bought a drone for, like, I, I actually found Bitcoin in 2012. I was like, dude, this stuff is so cool. It's hundred dollars, but it's going to multiply to two hundred. What made you think it was going
2: to multiply to two hundred? <laughs>
0: because I read about it. There's like people that are like becoming millionaires because they put in some stupid amount of money, and I was like, I want to do that. But that's the same thing with a stock market. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but it was just not like stocks, the new yeah. hot kid on the block. Okay. It was like, what is Bitcoin? Sure.
1: Were you talking about it with your friends and
0: stuff like I that? I was, or was it just but, self-discovery. I was, but at the time, you couldn't buy it from like the traditional places that you could today, and you couldn't hold it anywhere. You couldn't store it anywhere. So I w- like the technol the technology was so far behind that I was like how do you I don't get this stuff. So I I ignored it until 2014 when Coinbase became a thing. Mm. I bought it there, held on to it for like a year, and I was like, "Man, it's not multiplying." <laughs> <laughs> so I I bought in at $600 a coin, spent like a couple grand. Yeah. And then I sold it for I bought a drone. I was like, I want to buy a drone, the DJI, like Phantom 3 it was at the time. Good drone. I was like, dude, this is such a sick drone. I was like, I don't want to spend money. I was like, oh, I had that one Bitcoin thing. It's like collecting dust. My $3,000 investment was $1,500. And I was like, you know what? I just want to get rid of it. So I got rid of it. I bought the drone for $1,500, six Bitcoin that I spent basically. And yeah, those six Bitcoin today would be worth 300 grand. On a drone that cost a thousand dollars at the time. Let me
2: guess: as soon as you bought the drone, Bitcoin just turned around. (laughs) That was the the, the Jack symptom. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we we have to explain this. The Jack symptom is every time Jack buys a stock, it goes down immediately afterwards. And so Jack and I are sitting next to each other, and Jack looks over at my computer. He's like, "Oh, Graham, you're buying a stock," and I'm like. Yeah, and I turn my computer away because I know it's going to go down as soon as he buys it. He's like, "Well, I'm going to buy it too." And I'm like, "No, don't buy in because as soon as you do, it's going to go down in price." And he's like, "No, I'm going to buy. I'm going to buy in." And we're literally <laughs> looking at the chart, and it starts ticking down as soon as he it's like up, as so I'm like
1: hovering over the buy button, the stock it starts going down. Just- I imagine there's on. like
0: somebody behind the scenes yeah. who's looking, and they're like, "All right, Jack's buying. All right, like it's, yeah, make it he's go getting down." Close. Go yeah. Down. <laughs> All right, he sold. He sold it safe. You know safe what's to funny? You know what's
2: funny is that he's like, "All right, I'm not going to buy," and he takes his. And puts it down and you see (laughs) start going back up immediately afterwards. And then and then I buy. And it keeps going up. And, and, then, then, and
1: then you were trying to actually hide from me the yeah. fact that you bought. I'm not kidding. I was like, did you just buy? Because I was sitting next to him and I saw him so like in this brokerage or whatever. I was like, did you just buy? He's like, no, 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 I didn't buy. I didn't buy. And I like look over and I see that you bought. So you just lied to me. And then I buy it and it goes down. And I lost a lot of money.
2: And now I've realized the loss of like $800. It was the moment he bought, it started going down. Like the second, it, it, like that's not coincidence. So just do the opposite of what Jack does always, and you'll yes. basically do really well. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So that's why now if I buy something, I just don't tell Jack. Yeah. Don't ever tell Jack. Yeah. Nobody, do yeah. nobody. Don't communicate <laughs> with Jack about it, investing ever. I've been having a lot of fun though, watching the price of Bitcoin.
0: A it's lot crazy. How fun. much has
2: your initial investment
0: appreciated now? Uh,
2: so I originally got in, I think it was like one because I dollar cost average. I think. Total, I invest like one fifteen, uh-huh. and I think now it's like one sixty something. Wow, and that's in like a month and a half. That's crazy. And I bought in, I think, somewhat high. Like I was buying in at basically the peak of a month and I a half, remember, half ago. Yeah, and that was in the low thirties. Yeah, and then Ethereum was eleven hundred bucks, like eleven, eleven fifty. And I remember too. It goes to show you, like sometimes little details don't matter. But I had like I think it was like ten grand I wanted to put in Ethereum, and so I put my limited order in at like eleven eighty five or something like that. It was trading at like twelve. Okay. And I'm sitting there for like twenty minutes, and it doesn't hit. (laughs) It goes like, you know, it's just like a few dollars away, and I'm sitting there like wasting all this time, just like it's not gonna hit. It's not gonna hit. It doesn't hit. I'm like, ah, screw it. Should I leave it? No, you know what? I'm just going to buy it at the price. So I paid the price, price, Yeah, $1,200. That's what happened to me with Apple. Yeah, Yeah. I I did a video,
0: like my dividend video. And I was like, cool, I'm going to set a limit order for Apple, I put I put in like ten thousand dollars at a, just a dollar below, like actually oh, at man. the market price that day. The next day, I'm like, yeah, it'll it'll trigger. It never did. Yeah, and I know. bit like Apple How just ran away. Last like two weeks ago. Oh, yeah, I feel so like yeah. uh, frustrated about that. But but the Bitcoin thing, it's crazy because that drone, that's that like what happened then is what taught me to like look closer because whenever we talk about Bitcoin, everyone's like, ah, oh, they like roll their eyes, like, oh yeah, tell me more about how your friend made millions of dollars yeah. of Bitcoin, we don't care. You know, but it's like, once this stuff happens, you start to like look into it deeper. You're like, what is it really like? Why does it have value? Like, I don't get it, like, what is it? And that scenario with the drone, really what like triggered me to learn about the monetary system and like mm-hmm. how deep the rabbit hole goes. And, you, and once you get like what it is, then you're like, I'm never going to like sell this. It's wow. it just becomes, That's a convincing argument. It becomes so different once you look beyond the price action, which mm-hmm. I think is what you had a lot of trouble with in yes. the beginning. Cause you kind of dismissed it mm-hmm. as like this, like just price, like I don't say like Ponzi, but like, okay, cool. It's a beanie baby. Like, okay, yeah, you're going to make millions, but it's going to crash. It's stupid because I like that. We all think that like, cause you look at the price action and it doesn't make any sense. But if you take the time to learn why it has value, um, then it just changes the game.
1: Hey Grim, I don't mean to change the subject, but have you heard of privacy.com? Of course, man. How could I not? Well, right, but I'm worried that some of our viewers haven't heard about this.
2: Well, we gotta fix this right now. Give it to him, Jack. How about this, you guys? I'll
1: make a bet with you. If you aren't already using this product, I bet you've never heard of it. Because there is literally no reason why you shouldn't be using privacy.com. Like everyone, I need to pay for things. And I'm uncomfortable with the idea that so many people have access to my credit card information. Luckily, privacy.com solves this problem so that I will never have to deal with this again. Let me break this down for you. It works like this. Instead of handing out my credit card to everyone, I can link my credit card to one of privacy's virtual cards. I can then pay for things using their card instead of my own. That's not even the best part. These privacy cards have massive perks such as being able to pause the card instantly, set transaction limits, and cancel with the click of a button. This protects you from ever having to worry about your card ending up in the wrong hands. Plus, if you go with the Privacy Pro plan, you actually get 1% cash back. This is outside of any rewards you will receive from your real card. People are actually making money with this plan. The cash back is super nice. I trust privacy so much that the card in the graphic you just saw moments ago is actually one of my privacy credit cards directly tied to my real primary credit card. It also has $10 of single-use credit on it, first come, first serve, feel free to get yourself a coffee on me. Do yourself a favor and sign up for privacy.com. There are literally so many perks. I cannot cover them all. On top of everything, you will receive a $5 credit by clicking the link below or heading to privacy.com ICH. Trust me, you do not want to miss out. This is privacy.com ICH. Thank you so much privacy for sponsoring this episode and back to the podcast.
3: Yeah. So
0: you're still buying in today? I haven't bought in today, but I'd, I will. I'll average in when I feel like it's, it's time to. Um, when would you say it's time to like yeah when it's time um, when it hits a certain price I'm still like doing research to figure out what it is I don't think it's going to hit 30,000 again anytime soon it it will probably eventually but I like I need to get rid of my initial principal value because that's what I always tell people I'm like whenever you invest and like quadruples in price which for me it's like 6x by now from 100 grand um but I've been buying since 2014 is like, you need to just sell what you invested, right? Cause the rest is play money. So if you lose it, who cares? But now it's like, I'm just terrified that a catalyst is around the corner. We're going to get like a Bitcoin ETF
3: and I'm just yeah. like, ah,
0: like, or I'm like, maybe I can sell Bitcoin or like now that Elon's going to, why gonna- would
2: you sell it? Why would I sell it? You
0: don't need the money right now. No, you don't need it. That's true. That's but I'm the just saying,
2: unless you need the money, don't sell.
0: For sure. For sure. I'm yeah. just saying like for the principal value <laughs> of it, like the principal
2: equity just it. just to sell it and be like, "Cool, I like I made my money no, back." No, you're going to have the principal value anyway unless it crashes 90%, sure. you're still going to have it no matter what. That's, so there's no point yeah, in selling. That's what
0: I was thinking about, but I'm like, "Oh, I really want to buy a Tesla and I and I put it on my Instagram I was like, "If Elon ever starts accepting Bitcoin, I'm totally going to buy a Tesla." Would later. you actually? No, I thought about it. I'm like, I'm not about to give up an appreciating asset for a depreciating one. Like, that doesn't make sense. I
1: don't understand why a lot of like businesses are accepting Bitcoin as payment when it's so volatile. Hype.
0: It's not because of hype. It's because everybody, like, just it's that hedge fund money problem where it's like, imagine being the hedge fund that's like, you know, you're making money for your customers and they're like, hey, this year you made 10% for us. How come like Kathy Wood made 300%? What are you going to say? Like you're a hedge fund manager. You're like, uh, uh, because I don't have Bitcoin in my portfolio. You know, they have to have a solution for Bitcoin. Like what is our Bitcoin strategy is like a phrase that's like you need a you need a, an answer to it. And so it's like it forces everybody to enter, not even for the hype of it. But when your customer asks you what is like, what's our game plan? You got to be able to say, well, we got one percent exposure or whatever. Like we accept it if you want it. You need to have these bridges built. If you don't, customers leave and go somewhere else where they are.
1: But do they just sell the Bitcoin as soon as they receive it as payment?
2: No, some do, some don't. Um, I don't know. I feel like it's so inefficient to charge for Bitcoin. Like if I'm a grocery store, I'm saying I accept Bitcoin just because I know that maybe one customer out of a thousand might right. actually pay with Bitcoin, but it gets more attention. Like, ooh, look at the grocery store that accepted Bitcoin Yeah, see, right now, right now it cannot exist as a currency because of the volatility, right? right? But that's the
0: function of good money. Right now, good money, which is Bitcoin, is sucking up like the vacuum. The Dyson Sphere. Ah, stupid reference if you've watched the Logan <laughs> Paul thing. But anyway, it's sucking up all the bad money, all the fiat money that's in the world. Uh-huh. It's like It's like a vacuum and it's sucking everything up, which is why it's so volatile. So you don't want to use good money to pay for things right now. You want to use the bad money, and you want to save and hoard the good money, which is why most of the people who have held Bitcoin have held it on for, like, years,
2: and they haven't moved it. Does that make sense? That's what I think is going to happen at some point. It's going to be such a collector sort of deal where just people are not going to want to let go of them. No, what's going to happen is this.
0: What's going to happen is after all this bad money, like, all this good money is sucked up by Bitcoin, as the market cap increases, the, st- the, the price of Bitcoin will stabilize. Yes. So this, these, these 90, 50% fluctuations are not going to be a thing. Like a 3%, 5% fluctuation is going to be like, oh my God, Bitcoin crash, you know, like the S&P 500. If there's like a 3% drop in the S&P, people are like, oh, recession. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's how it works. But once it stabilizes, then we'll start to use it eventually. It was more
2: stable Than the stock market through like April, May, and June. Yeah, it was crazy. It was super stable. Is it like ninety one hundred dollars, maybe plus or minus a hundred for a while, for months, for a while, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so so with the Bitcoin like main
0: BTC, the ticker symbol that is at fifty thousand dollars, the that Bitcoin, not like Bitcoin Cash, that one is going to start scaling with something called the Lightning Network, which like in a nutshell, I'll try to explain it like super simply. But it's basically like, think of like, if gold is Bitcoin, remember back in that like, history, we would transact with gold, but gold is heavy, it like sucked, right? Like you, nobody wanted to use it because hard to divide, mm-hmm. people would steal it. So think of Bitcoin as gold. It's like the base layer one. It's impractical, it's heavy, it's expensive. So we created in this analogy, a layer two and layer two was fiat money right? So we attached a piece of paper and denominated it in gold. That was base layer. So you with me so far? Mm-hmm. Two layers. Mm-hmm. So that's what we used. And so these pieces of paper were way more efficient. So you and I can transact with these pieces of paper infinitely. And then when we were ready, we could settle on layer one. So we would be like, all right, cool. The net transaction effect of all the things we did it equals this. Let's go get our gold. And then we would divide accordingly. That's what's going to happen with Bitcoin. So we'll have Lightning Network, basically, where you and I can transact on this second layer infinitely, instantaneously, cheaply, and when we're ready, that transaction, the net result of all the transactions are going to get settled, and then they get sent to layer one on the blockchain, and that's when we resolve the transactions. Does that make
2: sense? I've heard that was going to happen for years.
0: That's going to, yeah. It's it's been in the works for a long time because it's a very complicated system to build. Um, But that's one of the solutions. Who's building it? The core team from Bitcoin, Bitcoin core. Yeah. Okay. That
1: kind of sounds like Robin Hood trading Bitcoin in a sense. It's exactly
0: what it is. Yeah. It's derivatives. That's right. Which is one of the criticisms that the Bitcoin cash team had. Their criticism was you're literally recreating the current financial system because who's to say that we can't just print in- infinite amount of currency on the lightning network. Right. You have literally That's true, yeah. gotten rid of all the fundamentals of Bitcoin because you're no longer using that tech. You are using another layer that is not even connected to Bitcoin, just like we did with cash because we got rid of base layer one. We got rid of gold. And now it's a free-for-all. We're printing infinitely. Who cares? That's what people are afraid is going to happen to Bitcoin eventually. Is that's that, a great point. Yeah, is yeah, we'll go to layer 2, cool. But then who owns that? Who controls that? Who prints that? Like that's Are you
2: worried about the government stepping in at some point?
0: Not at all. Why? Because they can't do anything about it. What are they going to do? Ban it. To what extent?
2: Say that you can't, it's illegal. They they, they do they pull like a China. And they mm-hmm. say, "You know what? You're not allowed to do this. We're going to block websites." That, uh, that promote the buying or selling or trading of these currencies. It's, it's going to be fraud, you know, impersonating the dollar. Right. And they're going to criminally charge people right. for like distributing a certain amount.
0: Right. I think if they did that, there'd be like chaos in the streets personally. But let's just say they got away with it and somehow banned it. The price would definitely drop substantially. But the truth is, where the U.S. cripples it, Switzerland or any other country that wants the US's business would double down and be like, Well, these guys are idiots. If they're gonna get rid of like Bitcoin and all that business, come on in, welcome. So like the the way the world works is like countries don't just all unanimously agree to ban something. Countries compete against each other. So they'll never unanimously say, Let's get rid of Bitcoin. Does that make sense? Like Mm -hmm. easy example, Russia and the US, they hate each other. Where the US wants to cripple something, Russia will say, Great, come on, come on in, we'll accept you. But I don't think the U.S. will ever ban Bitcoin because of the opportunities that they lose. I think our government is sm- not very smart, but they're smart enough to know not to get rid of opportunities like that.
2: So do you think they would just create their own stable coin?
0: So that's what like people say is like, are you afraid that banks will create their own? And it's hilarious because I remember we talked to Vlad Tenev, the Robinhood CEO. Mm-hmm. And we're like, well, if, do you think that, that crypto is the solution to Robinhood? Like we need a decentralized brokerage. And Vlad was like, no, we don't need it. And I was talking to him too. I was yeah. like, we really don't. That's not the, sol- like, I'm the biggest crypto bull ever, but I don't even think that's the solution. The technology is not the problem because what crypto solves, honestly, is security and sovereignty. That's what it solves. Um, and that, that's not the solution that necessarily we need in this case with brokerages mm-hmm. or with like, I don't know, banks creating their own because the way that blockchain works is it's very inefficient, We are doing like, it's like a, what do you call those gold, rubric gold machines? Oh, Rube
1: Goldberg. Rube
0: Goldberg machines. There we go. It's like a Rube Goldberg machine to accomplish something you can do instantaneously if you just had a database, a personal privatized database, which is what banks are. So it doesn't make any sense for banks to do blockchain. They're trying to for the hype of it, but they understand that it's meaningless because the whole point of blockchain is to decentralize it. So to have a private entity decentralize something that is centralized makes zero sense because they have a Rube Goldberg just to do it. It's like, hey, we're going to do something inefficient to do what we already do, but worse for literally no benefit to anybody. Got it. So they will not create it in any like realistic capacity. But what we will see that's crazy cool if we do was like Libra from Facebook. People were like, oh, I don't want my own life. Facebook money. I don't want that. We do want that, actually. We would love that. You know why? Because if Facebook creates Libra, then Tesla creates its own thing, then Apple creates its own thing. And for the first time in human history, we can have a currency that's competing on a capital market. Like, for the first time, money can compete. And it's never been able to compete. Our governments have said, this is the money you're gonna use. It's called fiat, which means to rule by decree. So it's like, for the first time... Mm. We have the chance, like any product, computers compete, cars compete, and we get the best products in the world because companies can compete
2: against each other and give us the best result. But
0: what would Imagine be, if uh, money
2: competed against each other. Yeah, but what other? would be the advantage? That seems horribly inefficient. It would be like having so many different currencies, like 10 different currencies in my wallet and be like, that's, all right, I got to pay right. Right. But with you know, the peso in so in this, but that's not, The, the and end like result that? that I'm
0: talking about isn't that I want like Tesla coin and Apple coin. That, like, you're right, that would suck. That's not the point. That The point is that once there's a lot of these currencies out there in the market, they're because they're digital, they act as bridges between the crypto world and our world right now. That's all they are. They're like temp bridges. So if we make it easy for people to on and off ramp from our fiat system to the digital currency system, that's what makes crypto that much easier and more accessible. Seems like it would be more of a
2: hassle though to get like Libra that I could spend on Facebook or Tesla coin that I spend at Tesla. That just seems like a bigger obligation. I'd rather just stick with the dollar. Sure, and you can. But there's
0: lots of countries in this world that are run by corrupt governments who print money away and now they can't save money. We could say that because we live in a first world country where we can have a savings. But these other countries, they can never be, I guess, brought up to the first world because they're not competing on first world terms. They're competing in their own corrupt government. So if I'm in Venezuela and I'm trying to save money, well, tomorrow my government printed so much money that literally everything I saved is worth half now. So I'll never be a first world country because I'm beholden to that. So these benefits aren't necessarily to us, the first world. Does that make sense?
2: Kind of. Then why wouldn't you just go to Bitcoin and create the Lightning Network or something equivalent to paper money over top of it yeah it gets so complicated like people are
0: we're all just trying to see like what works from you know like let's make it more efficient create another layer let's create different coins but the point is is that we're entering this phase where like we're on the precipice of democratizing money with tech which is like never happened before everything we've created from this lamp to these cameras this couch it's like companies compete with each other to give us the best product if we gave that opportunity for money to happen, what would we get? And so far, we think it's going to be Bitcoin. That's going to be like, you know, the thing.
2: So how high can it go? <laughs> how <laughs> much thing money old, am I going to? The only make reason from I'm this watching here. this is how high will People it go? People just want to know what price can they sell at?
0: Yeah, there's this famous, like, hilarious, funny quote from The Matrix. Have you seen it?
2: I've seen The Matrix. I've seen The, the Matrix. Yet.
0: But you remember um, Morpheus?
2: I remember. What's the quote? Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah.
0: Morpheus is like, uh, or Neo's like, wait, what, what are you saying? If I'm the one, I can dodge bullets. And then Morpheus is like, no, Neo. What I'm saying is when you're ready, you won't have to. <laughs> and it's like this hilarious meme in Bitcoin. And the whole point is like, oh, I could sell and become a millionaire and buy mm-hmm. my Lambos. Like, no, dude. When Bitcoin is ready, you won't have to sell it. That's the whole point. Huh. You don't have to sell it. You use it.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jeez, that's why you're buying it you're not there to use it yet it's accumulating it's building it's creating and while we're doing that yes the price is going up and some people don't get it and they're like selling it trying to become rich with it but the point is not to sell it for the dollar the point is to get it to a point where we're using it behind the scenes and it like so why aren't you investing more i want to what's holding you back uh, things that I bought taxes, <laughs> taxes. Yeah, yeah, that too. Actually, remember last time I was on, I had like, yeah, you said one,
1: you were nervous. You could be
0: not a millionaire me.
2: due to taxes. Yeah. 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 I remember that you yeah. had a million dollars in cash. I did, I did. I was hounding you to invest it back then.
0: Yeah. And I was giving you crap because you had more cash than me.
3: <laughs> yes, but, but it's a
2: smaller percent, smaller ratio. It Doesn't matter a, to me. It does matter. It doesn't if it's matter. It's a smaller. It, it matters. It, it, let's say a million dollars is two percent for one person. A million dollars is ninety percent for another person. Sure. The two percent I wouldn't see as a big deal when you look at the ratios. Of no, it. you look at the 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 what do you call it the the cost
0: opportunity cost of that mm-hmm. money. So yeah, you could do averages or like compare ratios, mm-hmm. but. The opportunity cost can also be like put into question. So your two or three million or however much you had in cash is costing you XYZ and uh-huh. opportunity money that's far more than mine. So you could look at it that way.
2: But it's a smaller part of my portfolio. No, sure
0: but is, I
1: think yes. that... The, yeah, guys you, think you guys are both right. Yeah, okay.
2: we're both like, right. No, I know, no, 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 I
0: know. Spectrum, no, it's,
1: it's, it's a spectrum of being right. No, no, I'm more it's, some on Some infinities are no, bigger no, than it's, others. It's too much money to have in cash. I think we we agree with that. Yeah,
0: so anyway, what I was saying with that is... um, I, So I'm going to pay my time. Yeah. I haven't yet, but I will. Um, so that's going to take up a huge chunk of that. So after that, after that podcast, I think like the highest I had in my bank was like 1.7 or 1.6 in mm-hmm. cash. And so I... I'm gonna pay half of that towards taxes. Yeah, and the other half, I, you know, you'll find out soon. I hope. Okay. Yeah,
2: that's exciting.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be dope.
2: That's cool. So then, after after that thing that you did, are you gonna be putting more money into Bitcoin?
0: I want to. Yeah, depends on like what it's doing, right? Like if it's a hundred. What if it's just and, shooting
1: up? I don't. Like
0: I won't have FOMO. Like I don't. I have so much money in it that at this point, if it goes to a hundred grand, I'm gonna be like whatever a multimillionaire yeah. or something like I don't, I don't have FOMO in that regard.
2: I bought, I, I yeah. bought Ethereum at $200 a piece. Wow. <laughs> this is crazy. I have so much fun buying it though, but because it's trading all the time, like today the markets were closed. So I was yeah. like, Ooh, I, I could just go and buy some Bitcoin. Right. I saw it. It's, it's like it, I don't know. I, I didn't buy it today. I'm going to hold off because I don't want to get carried away. When I get into something, I yeah. start investing too much into exactly. it. Exactly. That's I, my I don't want to get carried away. That's my I'm fear too. above my 1% that I said. So for so. me, it's like, that's one of my
0: fears too is like uh, my Bitcoin portfolio is over 50% of my investments. Like I love, I'm a value guy. Like I love dividends and passive income and Kevin O'Leary is like, we're basically the same person. Yeah. Except I've got more hair <laughs> and uh, no, no, we're not. But yeah, you know, he loves like cash flowing companies yeah. and like that. I love that too. But my portfolio with like dividend stocks is like 300 grand and my Bitcoin's like yeah. 700. Why it's don't like, you dude. up the dividend portfolio? Why don't you get that to five? i uh, I'd like yeah. to. I'd like to get it to a mil. Okay. And that way I, I want to be able to make 40K off my dividends. That's it. Like that's... Why 40K? So I was like, if everything collapses and fails and I've like YouTube just deletes me cancels me like i could still live off of forty thousand dollars a year and that's such a comfortable salary provided how i live yeah like i'm really frugal so if everything goes away i could still live off the interest of that plus with bitcoin's interest but i feel like you're doing that already between bitcoin and the dividend portfolio yeah for sure yeah but i still just like to up that a little bit like my ultimate goal i think would get to at least six figures 100 grand passive income that would be so cool yeah
1: do you feel nervous uh, or do you feel like you're at the point where y- you can kind of chill a little bit? Like you- you've For made it. For sure, dude, yeah. You feel dude. like you've made it.
0: It's so crazy. Like before I started YouTube, you ever like wake up one day and you have like this anxiety and you're like having a heart attack? Just me? All right. Well, regarding what? <laughs> which which? Yeah. No, heart Just, just
1: which in general,
0: have you ever woken up and you just like have your heart beating and you're like, oh, I'm like nervous about it But you don't have anything to be nervous about, but you just
2: are. Uh, sometimes. Usually that's for me when I don't have a video planned out. Um, well, there we go. Like, yeah. That, that's yeah. what it is for me. But like
0: times 10 yeah. with no
2: reason. Like I had that
0: before no. YouTube. Yeah. Um, and now that like, I think I've, I've made enough money to even now if like I disappear, which I don't want to, but for, for whatever reason that happens, uh, I'll be okay. And that makes me not so nervous. So was anymore.
2: that a financial concern? It was a financial okay. concern for a long time. Got know? it.
1: Yeah. Do you feel like that, Graham?
2: Um, yeah, you know, it, it was odd, but like, I used to be so nervous about being homeless. I don't know why or homeless. where that came from. So yeah. you like overcompensated like, by buying like half a dozen <laughs> homes. So I bought every house imaginable. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know why. I've just been like, I just didn't want to be homeless. It's, it's, it's Can weird. Did you just like and live it, with your parents at that point I, I, yeah. Which it didn't make any sense. Like I'd always have like some sort of family member. I'm sure that would that would want to take. Why me do in for you a think bit. that is? Is it like abandonment issues? I do I don't think so. You got, we got to get to the bottom of this. I yeah. would like to, I don't know. I, I think it's just, uh, just the comfort of knowing that I'm, I'm always going to have a roof over my head. I feel like this is transitioning into part two of our insecurities. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> that was a the I was just always yeah. afraid of being homeless.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Jack's like, well, I'm just being hairy I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> the asymmetrical <HTML> fans. <laughs> <laughs> we got quite a range here. Yeah. <laughs> Body hair to <the> homelessness. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> what was
1: yours again? Got none, bro. I forgot what yours was. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: This is a, the same as mine.
2: Yeah, it was
0: probably similar to that. No, was it? No, I don't feel Did it. you say body I hair? I don't even remember. I just dis- disclosed it. You did. I did. But I forget, what it, I forget what it is. Actually, I think I do know what it is. My fear for a long time was not having better Pokemon cards than Graham. Hmm. But what's crazy is... No! Did you bring it? So last time we did this, you had a, a psychic energy here. Yeah. That you gave me. Right. And I was kind of upset because that was not what I really wanted. I mean, it's a cool card. Yeah. It's dope. I like it. But I got, this is from Graham's pack that right. he got from Logan Paul. Right. Which you spent, what, 12000 11000 11000 But then. Oh, this is it. I got, I got this card, which is the second card that Graham got from his pack. Wow. That's the Nidorino. Can I see it?
2: Are you going to do a trick? Are or you going to do back? A, you're gonna, yeah, gonna it back? Yeah, I'm going to get it back. I feel like you're going to do a trick with it because I want the Magikarp. Yeah, and then oh, and then geez. and then you got the Gyarados, which is yeah, the shiny one. I know. Which uh,
0: what's this? That's one? That's the
2: Magikarp. Can I see <laughs> it? That's the
0: Magikarp from the pack. That's the one I want. Wonder's actually like,
2: like an evil genius right, right now? Oh, <laughs> you yeah. So like my going into the pack, I'm like I'm gonna keep the hollow card and then donate the rest of it to charity. So I put it up on eBay and a bitter... Spent like, I think it was like 4500 bucks on the rest of the cards. That's a lot. Yeah, donated all of that money to back to Nami. But the one card I wanted to keep for myself was the Magikarp. Because the Magikarp evolves into a Gyarados, and they both came in the same pack. And uh, I was like, well, I don't know. Oh, man. See, I just don't know if this would have gotten a PSA 10. Bro, that looks like an 11 to me. That's oh, so good. <laughs> it really is perfect. It's so Perfect. Oh man! So PSA tens on these cards? I think a, a grand sold, at this point, right? No, no, no! no. It sold for like four or five hundred bucks. That's still a was, lot. I was bidding on one of these on eBay on a PSA ten, and someone bid like a dollar more. They no sniped way. it. Yeah, they sniped it from me. Uh, but oh, man, that that does look perfect. The bottom's a little bit. No, it's no, pretty perfect. It's pretty perfect. <laughs>
0: What's crazy is it's kind of symbolic to me. So the reason it's symbolic is because. Graham got the Gyarados because he's like a really big YouTuber. But I got the Magikarp because I'm the underdog and I'm the littler guy. So you're the Gyarados, I'm the Magikarp. You just got you just got the tackle. Yeah, Ten I'm the splash. damage. I'm kinda useless, but I try. Oh man. One of these days I'll evolve into
2: a Gyarados <laughs> of my very own and get myself a jack. We also have another announcement before we go back to the Pokemon thing. Uh, we're hiring. We're hiring, guys. So if you want a job, come working for us. You can be behind the scenes, making sure the cameras are all working okay and the audio is good. We uh, we're, we want someone to come and join the team, but we had a bit of a controversy. Oh, you don't know I, about I, this. I gotta hear this. What is the yeah. controversy? So Jack and I this morning uh figured okay we're gonna put together a video. So we want. Stop. Where's my magic card?
0: What are you <laughs> about? Where'd you take my magic card?
1: I didn't. I see these
2: two. You're <laughs> messing with me. Bro. Bailey was jumping I up I think I saw
1: Bailey have it in her
2: mouth as she... <laughs> There's no way. No. Yeah. <laughs> no way. There's no way, dude.
1: I mean, you it looks me? like it, but it, it could I feel like it. this is this is like a hey. magic
0: trick. I don't know. I swear to God. I don't have it. What? Yeah, I don't have it. Okay, I'm just going to cross my fingers and hope that she did not take it. Because I'm n- going to be very sad. I feel like this is one of
2: those things where it's like, it's in your pocket. No. And they're going to be like, what? This I swear to it God, me. it's not that. We'll find it afterwards. All right, all right, all right. Anyway. We'll find it. Yeah. The controversy. Um, yeah, the controversy. We're about to have another one.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Okay.
2: Nah. nah. Um, so, yeah, so the controversy. This morning, we figured, what's a good idea, what's a good way to hire somebody? Well, we think they should upload a video to YouTube with the title, Graham Stephan Interview, okay. with reasons why they should work with us. Right. And then we could pick the one who's the most memorable, and we feel like would be a good fit to join the team. So Jack and I, this morning, just riff off on the camera. We and winged J- it. Yeah, and, J- and Jack was like, you know, oh, he's putting out like, you know, an outline. I'm like, no, no, man, let's just wing it. Let's just get in front of the camera, have fun, five minutes, and upload the video. <laughs> so so Jack wanted to make it very clear in the video that he, he wants someone who's willing to do a job like doing Jack's laundry No, but let me
1: <laughs> let me explain So I'm not saying that like someone to do the laundry But I'm saying the kind of person that would be okay to do stuff like that, right? Because the sole purpose of this job is to give Graham and I more time to be able to focus on, you know, the Graham Stephan show, Graham Stephan, and the podcast.
0: You sure you don't need a girlfriend instead of just an
3: assistant? I would love a girlfriend.
2: (laughs) That's been unsuccessful so far. So the next step is... I just want somebody to hug me sometimes, you know. They need to be able to kiss me sometimes and just show me affection. Just tell me it's (laughs) going to be okay. okay. It's going to be all right. So
1: the whole... The whole, so yeah, we said like the laundry thing, right? And I don't mean someone that's actually going to do my laundry explicitly, like that's their job, but I'm just saying someone that will be here 40 hours a week or whatever, and just assisting us with things. Right. And I would love someone that would be willing to go so far out of their way that would be willing to do the most that they could possibly do to to help us. Yeah.
2: Mm. Here's the thing for me. It's like my experience has been when I first started working as a real estate agent, I worked with this guy for free and I was doing everything, whatever he wanted me to do, right. I would go down and he'd be like, I left my checkbook in the car and it's like five stories underground. Right, Can you right, right. Walk across the street, go to my car, bring me the checkbook at 9pm like at, <clears throat> at night. I would do it. Right. I never asked for any money doing anything. If he was like, Graham, could you go to this property and photograph it for me and then Photoshop the pictures and then go and go and email I would do it. Yeah, yeah that, that camera clicked off. We could just use these two for right now, and then we'll okay. go back to the wide. Uh, I would do it no matter what it was, and I did that for years. Now, I started making money doing my own leases, but whatever he would need, I would do, even if he needed me to go and like grab food for him. Was that valuable for you? What do you mean was that valuable for Was me? it a valuable experience? Yes, absolutely, because in return for doing that, I got to be around someone who I learned from all the time. I think that for the first few years of me doing that, it was worth it. I would say after about three, four years, I started to outgrow that. Mm. I don't know why, you, you're smiling at me. <laughs> yeah, because all of this? this is yeah. leading to, you need to be able to be okay with doing the laundry. No, <laughs> no, no, it's exactly. not okay. no, no, no. that. was the <laughs> hear thing hear that started yeah. the controversy. Yes. 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 I gotcha. Just hear me out. When Jack started, right. I wanted someone to go through my Facebook emails sure and th- we had a the millionaire real estate mastermind which to get into the group you have to put in your email address and then i wanted someone to go in manually and just copy 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 and right. admit the people into the facebook group i tried paying people to do this because it was such a just horrible task and it's boring right and i was paying people like 15 an hour can you go and do this everyone's like yeah man i'll get around right we'd never get around to it paying them Jack sent me seven emails in a row just being like, dude, whatever you need, I'm willing to help you. I just want to learn. And it just so happened I saw Jack's email at a time where I was inundated with the Facebook stuff. And I said, hey, man, if you really want to learn, if you do this, that'll help me out a ton. If you just want to help me out. He did it in like overnight, like the next day it was done. Didn't ask for any money or anything like that. And so to thank Jack, I'm like, how about I'll take you out for dinner? We just met for dinner. And that was it. And then Jack was telling me over dinner, like... If there's anything else you need, whatever it is, I, I just want to learn. And so he did. And he would help me out with the... Uh, we did the phone calls in the Graham Stefan show. We just started up the channel. And uh, in the beginning, didn't get paid at all. Did but you do your laundry?
1: I didn't do the laundry, but <laughs> no, I literally either. would have done anything. Yeah. I would have gone and fetched food for Ramsey. Like, sure, cleaned sure. up Ramsey's fecal sure, mass, yeah. sure, like sure. in the house. I would have been it's so true. happy. Would you so have eaten an uni? That's borderline. Eating a sea cucumber? No. yeah But... I literally would have done anything. And that was the whole purpose of like the whole laundry statement is that we want someone that would be willing to. Why do you say it's a controversy? Did you
0: get, no, well
2: we're getting there. Okay. So here's the deal. I come from somebody who would like, I would have done anything for free. Jack worked for free. And now, now, now you get all self-conscious. We talk about how much Jack is making six figures now. The point is
1: I, I I worked for nothing and now I'm doing well. And the same for Graham. He worked for nothing and now he's doing well. Yeah. And even expect, or we we expect the same. Yeah. Even
2: on YouTube, man. Honestly, like I worked for free on you. Like that that first year I was losing money making YouTube videos. I just enjoyed it. Sure. We want the same type of person who has that same type of enthusiasm that's like, I'm willing to do anything. I will clean up Bailey's poop. I will do Jack's is, laundry if yeah. is like, that something you ask for, or is that something you just spot in people? You know what I mean? Like that, do, you, maybe, do you ask
0: for that or you you notice that?
2: You know what I mean? Maybe that's where we messed up. Yeah. So here's the controversy. We mentioned in the video, tongue in cheek, sort of like Jack's laundry. And I'm like, oh yeah, Jack's laundry is bad. You don't want to do Jack's <laughs> that, laundry. That's a joke. Yeah. Right? Like, and we kind of leaned into that. And we we're just like, you know, and, and it might include like driving us around and like just doing doing like anything. Uh including maybe editing for the podcast. Shopping then, for lots of bleach. Uh,
3: yeah, exactly. That's
2: but but people in the comments went off on like you're giving forty thousand dollars for somebody to do all these jobs and like be your assistant right, and right. do your laundry and be able to edit. That's the jobs like that's two people's jobs. You're asking for one. Right. That's a million. You know, a millionaire start doing that, yeah. and I'm like people send emails every day willing right. to do work for free. Right. And we want to pay somebody to do these things and grow with us over time. It's like when I first started, I was, I was doing the jobs of like three or four people. It's, it's like, it's whatever you need to do, you got to get done. So we were looking for the same qualities, but I think we, we missed the mark on that by, by outlining something that maybe should have been implied.
0: Right. Yeah, I agree. That's not something you ask for. That's something you notice, but it- yeah,
1: but we n- drastically need it right now. That's for the sure. issue. Jack
0: needs his laundry. He is not. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh my god, dude. This is. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. Like, it's not something you can put in like a job description. It's just something you notice. You're like, oh, this person yeah. is really motivated. You know.
1: But I think this is something yeah. that Graham and I both recognize. I'm sure you're you're very similar. But like, you know, you can sign up for a job that does you know eight hours a day, five right. days a week. But anything that you do more than that, it just it will come back and benefit you. And I knew that like. Even if I was making no money doing the work for Graham, it's like I know I'm confident in my ability to provide value. And sure. when I'm in a position where I have a connection with Graham, I can think of ways to, to make Graham money. Sure. And if I can make myself a super valuable asset to something, I, you know, in turn, I can receive some benefit. I'm sure you're the yeah. same way. It's yeah, like, I you make know money y-
2: from Jack making money. Like Jack will come up with ideas that will make him money, that make me more money, that pays for Jack. Sure and Jack makes more money sure so it's like it's a it's a win-win for everybody and so P, I I think some people just are, are too short-sighted they're focusing on like the right now ooh cleaning jack like honestly there are people out there that would do your laundry for free just to go and like
3: <laughs> just <to> go- <laughs>
2: just to go and like be in, introduced. like I, That's what I don't get. Same thing, people get upset at me for posting on Instagram like, hey, I'm selling my iPhone, guys, 400 bucks to buy my iPhone. People are like, you're rich. You should just give it away. I can't <laughs> believe you're selling that. But little do they know, whoever comes by, first of all, we get to hang out. They get a personal connection. And usually they get an Instagram shout out, which which is probably worth like five grand that they're getting just to come and hang out. Um and usually like the guy who picked up the desk. We gave calling. him free
1: access to the mentorship group, which is hundred and thirty dollars. Yeah. We gave him free access he, to that. And we gave him an Insta- or did we get do an Instagram shout out?
2: I th- think we did. Something. Yeah, we did. We did do like, an Instagram. Way way and we more talked validator. to him on like a weekly basis for him coming and picking up a sixty dollar desk that yeah. people were upset at me at. Right. I, oh, I can't believe you're selling a broken desk. I can't believe you're doing that. <laughs> Donate it. We <laughs> sold, sold it for yeah,
1: forty
0: dollars. There's no sympathy box, for millionaires. Yeah. No, it's just, that's
2: just how the society but, we live but in. It's, but it's it's so sad that people don't see the benefit beyond it. And oh, here's here's a perfect example: the couch. I sold the couch for eighteen hundred dollars, and the dude was was telling us it's like, yeah, no, I didn't really do the couch for eighteen hundred. I just did it because I wanted to meet you and get that connection. And we still keep in touch. I mean, that's it's just cool. it's one of these. Andy gets a couch at the same cost. I don't that even I know wait, if like, that's something you for. explain, though. Like people that no, get it get it, you're right. It's not but something it, you explain. It's frustrating to me that people go off on me on that and they just don't get it. I want people to understand, right? But maybe that's something that you just you can't. That's understand. That's the difference between the one percent and the ninety nine. percent That's true. Yeah.
1: I think people were also upset anyway, because yeah. they said we were asking for two jobs in one with like the laundry <laughs> stuff, like a maid and then also someone who'd be able to turn on the cameras, like a techie person. But all they would do is turn on the cameras and make sure that they don't die when we're recording a <laughs> podcast. And I would teach them how to edit the podcast, which right. is also like a marketable skill that so, I would gladly. Yeah, so what's, like the
0: what's the starting salary for it's people watching? $40. 40. 40K. Forty k, yeah. Is that like a trial period or like?
1: That's just like the first year. But the, the base, thing is, yeah. it's like they're not limited to that. If sure. they come up with another thing that they can do, like what if I say like, hey, can I have you on a Saturday to do this? Or they say, hey, Jack, I have a great idea for the channel. What if you do this? What if they find me a sponsor?
0: What if they were like, yo, Graham, I've got a great idea. Would they have to split it with you or?
1: split it with me if yeah. they go straight to green. Absolutely Graham? not. No, we don't. <laughs> <split> <laughs> that. Well, I mean yeah. that's a great question. I guess we're going to have to discuss that.
2: We'll yeah, okay, d- it depends what what it would be. Right. Yeah. But no, my goal would be that it starts at 40, but there's room to grow beyond that. Like I really want to like I I hate the idea of bringing on new people and I want to get like one person and just keep them forever. Sure. And just continue growing with that person like with Jack. Just keep that going as long as possible. Yeah. I mean, 40K is a really good salary for, like, an assistant. And no college degree. No, Yeah, no education, no no college degree. And I think we're just fun to hang out with. Like, this isn't (laughs) like... We're not biased. (laughs) We're not biased at all. But no, it's like, I I, I mean, here I am saying it's like, it's not difficult work. I just see it as being fun all the time. But they got to, like, live and breathe I think it's only fun when you're in the driver's seat. I don't think it's... No, I I had so much fun as an agent... No, like, no, working for, sure. for a, just doing stuff for free for somebody else. I had so much fun doing that. Yeah, because the premise is for you, though. The premise is ultimately for you to build an empire. Yeah, but who's to say they can't
0: build their own empire? Well, it depends, right? Like, what's the job? With you as an agent, you could. But if you're an assistant, it's like a... I don't know if the trajectory is there unless they assert that themselves. That is true. That's so I don't, true. I don't see it but, as, like, the same
2: fun. I would look at Jack as the perfect example of... of you know, Jack being able to use this to leverage into real estate. I don't think this is the same example, though. Why? Because, <clears throat> oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. If Jack just gets 10 years yeah. at his current salary, yeah. well, no, not really a salary. It's his current income. Uh, he'd be set for life. All he has to do for 10 years is just not screw it up More and like invest it. three or four that's or five years. That's true. You think 10, 10, it's 10? 10 years. Yeah. yeah. 10 I years mean, of just not screwing it up. Just if he saves everything, invest it all for 10 years. Set for life, the rest Dude, of his life. For
0: you to be a YouTuber for ten years is like a
2: dinosaur. Like, That's it is true. So hard f- to be an influencer for ten years. I would disagree. I would say that I'm almost halfway there. Things are the not sure. Not, not, sure. Things are only getting better, and I think there's so many new verticals to expand to that weren't around ten years 100%, ago. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So I'm- I think every year goes by, it becomes more solidified that you can do this. Yeah, that's true. I'm not
0: arguing that, but I'm just saying, like, in terms of like influencer years, that's a really, really. Well, rare I also breed. think that, that yeah.
1: your current job will open up plenty <clears throat> of other doors and avenues in the event that yeah. your YouTube channel doesn't yeah. work
2: out. Here's the thing I've noticed too: is that it seems like a lot of the YouTubers that have burnt out, a lot of those were were channels that had been impacted by an algorithm, or channels that were like like prank, prank channels. channels that, like, yeah, right. I I think business is a new niche that maybe. It, it suffers the same fate, or maybe we see all of a sudden the SEC just cracks down on everybody talking about investments, and the algorithm shifts away. I think that's a, that's always a chance. Yeah, but I think it's a it's a it's a niche that's more akin to like a, a talk show host, right? Than it is uh, a YouTuber.
0: Yeah, no, I see it too. There's just a lot of risks, but yeah, we'll see. You're right. There's a
2: lot of new verticals that have never existed yeah. before. But also the connections that Jack has made, mm-hmm. I would say. Let's say that YouTube just disappears tomorrow. Right. And I'm like, listen, Jack, we're shutting it all down. <laughs> There's nothing here anymore. Best of luck. The connections that Jack has made 100% within a week, you'd be able to find a job earning almost the same thing working for somebody else.
1: I don't think I would have to go back to college. No, that's the, the no, way that I'll put it like
2: I, I, w- I would just know three people off the top of my head that would hire you in an instant. Just if you're like, Hey, just, I need a job. I need, uh, a, I job, I need a, yeah,
0: I would do it. <laughs> Thanks, Andre. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah, have yeah. the Magikarp and Jack. Yeah. That makes me feel really good. <laughs> yeah,
2: but no, but so that, that's a way to look at yeah, it. And I think sure. the same thing would also apply to someone who's going in with 40K. It's not about the 40K. It's about the bigger picture. 100%. But you need to be the type of person who's willing to do Again, anything. Again, you can't talk about yeah. that. People that get it, get it. And the people that don't will never see it. I guess so. Yeah. That's where we went wrong. I was very literal about, like, you got to be willing to do anything and giving, like, just random examples, but... Yeah. I guess it's something that should it's not, not an be. Ask, yeah. yeah, I guess so.
1: People were upset in the
0: comments. Yeah, yeah, they did. I'm not going to comment because
2: I don't want to get canceled.
0: <laughs> I mean, listen, if this if
2: this so far is our, our biggest controversy lately, then we're doing alright. I, I, think. I think we're doing okay. Um, How would your video do today? Oh, <laughs> oh this is good no, this is good. Oh, Andre! It was a ten. It was a 10. No, we could talk about it, man. It was a 10. So, for those <laughs> that don't know, when you post a video on YouTube, it ranks it out of the top 10 videos. Yeah. Like your last 10. Like, how did this one perform relative to the last 10 you did? A one means it's the best, it's the best video best, of you yeah. posted after the last 10. Yeah. And a 10 means it's the worst. You never want to get a 10. Because, especially as your channel is growing in subscribers, like a 10 means it was even worse than like. How, how much know. did that ruin your day? This one I expected to you get expected. a 10. Yeah. Okay, so, so, I would say it, it ruined my day like 25%. I, normally, if I did a video like this and I was like, it's going to be a one and it's a 10, that's like 80%. Like, my day's ruined. I can't do anything afterwards. Me, too. Yeah. Yeah. This, it affects you like that as well. I'm so depressed for the yeah. rest of the day. That's why you came in such a good mood. That's why you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah you i do a, it tonight. What'd you have today? Two. Number two. Yeah. yeah. It's good. <clears throat> yeah, I had a two. I'm so happy about that. Because I've been getting ones and twos for like same. the last month. Same, same really? for us. It's all been like ones, two, three, Crazy. threes. Four. Like if we got a four once and we're like, the four is still equivalent to a one a month ago. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's cool because as long as you're getting anything between one through five, yeah. that yeah. means your channel has an upwards trajectory. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah. This one I knew was going to get a nine or a 10 going into it because uh, it was the interview with iDubbbz. And I knew that was not going to hit with my audience off the bat. So I knew YouTube was going to analyze that video and be like, all right, Graham's audience is not watching it. The people who are clicking on it right now are not watching it all the way through. So it's probably not going to be that good of a video to recommend to Graham's audience. Do you Hence, think that's going to your intent. momentum? Uh, no, because my Wednesday video, I feel like, is, is going to be good enough to get that audience back. Okay. I would never post two bad videos in a row. Is it crypto related? No. It's not. No. Oh. No, it's not. But I know my Wednesday is good enough to pick this up. So I figured today is a perfect day to post this because it's a holiday. Right. And typically what's happened with videos like this is that they'll do really bad for a week. And then all of a sudden the algorithm finds, let's see, the IDUBS community and then starts recommending it really heavy to that. So Michael Reeves was the same thing. I think his video was a 10 <laughs> by, like, by like 50%. A so lot. like the 9 yeah. was like double a 10 Wow. And I was really upset about that because I, I thought we nailed it on the title and thumbnail. A week later, within like three days, got a million views.
1: What? Yeah. Same as the Michael Reeves one that we posted on the second channel. After a couple days, it was literally like thirty percent of a nine. Wow. It was terrible. Really bad. Like oh. literally less than twenty thousand views in the first like four or five days, which is wildly underperforming for the yeah. channel. But now it's two hundred thousand plus. Three hundred. It's is like it 350,000. So yeah. it's easily a win. Yeah.
2: That's one of those videos that just consistently every day gets like a few thousand views a day. It just had to hit yeah. with the correct audience. Right. So right now what YouTube is doing is it, it's saying like, okay, Graham's audience doesn't like this video. Where could we show this video where it might be a hit? So it's going to test probably over the next week. And when it finds that vein of just users like this are watching it, we're going to recommend it to more people that watch these sort of videos, then it's going to take off. I'm of hoping. Water. What?
0: Do
1: water? You- you- of course, yeah. yeah. I
2: apologize oh, yeah, for everybody
0: the break. My voice is like disappearing. Still have a very soothing voice. Yeah. No, it's not a soothing voice.
1: How much did you make the entire last year? Last year, 1.8 mil.
0: A little over one. 1.8 million? Oh, a little over that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's more than I thought. More than you thought? Yeah. You I didn't thought watch you were... that
0: video? No. Yeah.
2: You did a really good uh breakdown.
0: That video is thank you. Man. Yeah, that yeah, really how many good.
2: how many views does that have? Almost now? Almost a million.
0: Eight eighty one.
2: The IRS has entered the chat. There's, there's gonna be <laughs> someone who's commenting that. That's yeah. amazing.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. But this year, I'm already over half a million, or like 600 grand.
3: That's insane. Congratulations, man. Two
2: months. What are you going to be doing with it all? <laughs> <laughs> no, but besides... You're going into GameStop. But I, I mean for, like <laughs> for the rest of the year. Do, do, you, do you have a plan, like an investing plan of what you're going to be doing with it?
0: Just besides the usual consistent stuff, no.
2: So, okay. Like dividends? Yeah. Crypto? Crypto, yeah. Do you want yeah. to
1: get super wealthy? Is that like something that you desire? Like
2: No.
0: That was never like a huge goal of mine. Just comfortable? Before my goal was to get to fire, financial independence retire early, right? Mm. <clears throat> Which was to have just a million and then make forty K a year passively. That was like the goal. Uh-huh. And now that I've surpassed it, I'm like, Fat fire is the next goal. So for anybody who's not familiar, yeah, Fat yeah. Fire is is ten million, five to ten. Is that what I it think is? So. Five to 10. Yeah.
2: I've seen some where they say it's three. Yeah, I thought it was th- well, maybe, but, you're right. yeah. maybe you're right. Like that would be. But then super as soon cool. as you
1: hit that, then it's going to be extra XXL fire. That's what I'm afraid of. I don't want yeah, it to
0: always be that thing. There's like a proverb, and I forget what, how it goes exactly, but it's like, like a couple's walking down the beach. There's like a yacht out there in the ocean. Yeah. It's like a billionaire yacht. And then like the husband and the wife. And she's like, wow, that's such a nice boat. He's like, yeah, but I'll have something that guy will never have. She's like, what's that? enough oh, oh wow. yeah i've heard that that's it's deep. so good that's deep it's like that is so hard to do in life it's to to say when is enough enough mm-hmm. when do you quit and just enjoy life or i know you're enjoying your work but is there more to life than working is there more to life maybe is there like contributing back to society is there you know um, philanthropy is there like mm-hmm. a deeper meaning i don't know but
1: that's you enough. haven't found what you enjoy or a purpose like that yet
0: i think Just like Casey Neistat did such a great breakdown of this, where it's like we all as human beings have two sets of problems in this world. We have the money problem, which is something we've all faced with, which is like, how do I afford rent? You know, where do I live? How do I pay for food? And then all of us have that problem. But once you solve that problem, you get to the next tier, which is something we all will forever have. What is the meaning of life? Purpose, love, relationships. Like that will never go away, no matter how many resources and how much money you have so i don't know the answer to that because i don't know if i feel like i've conquered the money problem yet and i i feel like i have like you
2: definitely have yeah but i wouldn't quit i, I love it i think i, it's, I think it's different for everybody Yeah, i love it too
0: yeah. it's not like about quitting it's like is are, are you fulfilled with life to this degree or do, or do you think there's something bigger than what you're doing now
2: I'm 100 percent fulfilled right now. Like, really? Yeah. The only thing I'm missing right now is the aquarium. Materially, I am yeah. right. so satisfied. Right. I want for nothing, materially. Like I don't want a Tesla.
0: No, I don't even care. Like it's whatever. The only reason I want a Tesla is because it's one of the safest cars on the road. And it's crazy because now that I have money, I'm like I'm extra fearful about like
2: lifestyle. You know what? Th- you know what's crazy? I was just thinking that the other day. I I don't want to like ever jinxed it by saying that but like i really want to live i want to be like stop all the way at stop signs that's it's like my, it's not worth it that's my anymore f- to put myself at risk on anything that's might my be getting f- into danger that's too. my no, fear is that once you get to a certain level in life you accrue
0: this stuff this wealth whatever it is resources you start to become more conservative and protect what you have rather than take risks risks in life and love in everything you stop taking those risks because you're afraid of losing what you have and what you've built no i
2: disagree i think it's because you don't need to take those risks anymore
0: i don't think you it's because of a necessity it's because you you want to protect y- what you have which is why i have this newfound fear mm. and you have it too
2: no i just i <laughs> i enjoy life so much that i don't want to do anything that would jeopardize it like why take the risk that's literally what of i'm driving saying. faster that's what i'm saying yeah
0: yeah, you you don't want it to disappear. Um, so, you know, that's one of the struggles is like, well, I don't know. Do you want to live carefully or do you still want to take risks? I don't know. But like materially, I feel fulfilled 100%.
1: And you don't elsewhere though? What do you mean? Feel, feel fulfilled. No,
0: I feel fulfilled with love. Like I love my girlfriend, Corey. She's great. But I don't know. Sometimes like, you know, if you're a dreamer, if you're an artist, you're just like, oh, there's something more to life. I don't know what it is. But I'm not saying I'm not happy where I'm at. I'm just saying like maybe there's something more.
1: I always feel that same way too, like like that I haven't filled the cup to the brim. Yeah. But I don't think I'll ever feel that way. I agree. And I think that the closest that you can get to that is by having kids. At least I'm banking on it. Because I, I want
0: I think you're one hundred percent right. I want to you know feel what, that. You know what fulfilled. kids gives you? It gives you like my friend Tyus talks about this a lot. Mm-hmm. He's great. Um He talks about, because like he lost his job, he lost his wife, he like lost all of his sense of self-worth, right? And he was like on the brink of like, you know, doing something bad. And he found the solution to it, which was purpose, which is like, if you have no purpose in this world, like why do you exist, right? So if you find purpose and meaning, then you'll always have a reason to find your life fulfilling. And for some people that is kids, for some people that's a job, for some people that like their cat, their dog, whatever, Mm. um... So it's kind of an interesting perspective. Yeah. Yeah. So you've kind of found your purpose and your meaning, just mm-hmm. to do what you're doing, which yeah. is we both find solace or like satisfaction in helping people financially. That's mm-hmm. a cool, that's definitely, I think, has given us a huge advantage that it gives us meaning to what we do. Um, and it gives us the other big thing, which is recognition. And I think like as human beings, we all need recognition for what we do. Without it, it's like, it's hard if you don't get praised. Sometimes you're like, "Hey, you're doing a good job." It's hard, you know. It's you need that reward. So, being in our position, I think, is one of the most like fortunate positions. Mm-hmm. But you know, sometimes I'm like, you know, do I just do this forever until like what? Like, like I don't know. Is there an end goal to this? Is, do you travel the well, world? I at some I, point?
2: I think I would be feeling the same thing if it was just like I got to keep making three. Oh, you, by the way, you want to hold the mic this way, this way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right there. I think I'd be feeling the same way if I was just like, I gotta keep posting three videos a week indefinitely. <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like there's uh there's so much more beyond that. Like once it started getting into like angel investing and, and then coming out with a coffee thing and coming up with all these other little projects. There's so much more that uh you could just continually grow and evolve from. Yeah, but I just feel like all of those things are tools. Like those
0: are experiences, sure. Right. Like a game that you got to figure out, like a little Rubik's cube. It's fun to solve it. But still, those are those are just the tools. And I don't think that's the end result. Like, I don't think I would be satisfied if I just kept discovering more tools to make me more money. Like, I you know, know it's there's a fun, end, though, though but it's, but it's but I know the fun, though. And it's, it is. It's, you're it doing it. i you hanging at, out with your buddies. And like, yeah. yeah, for sure. I'm not saying that it's bad. I'm just saying, I don't know if that's the end result of what I think is the most satisfying. I'm not saying I don't want to go through that because that's, that's why we're like starting, you know, our group would mm-hmm. be cool. Like how, you know, are we going to get to a hundred million dollar valuation? Yeah. Are we going to create products. All that stuff's cool. But like, I'm still, n- I'm not like when I look into the future of my life, I'm not seeing a chain of these events over and over and being satisfied with it. I don't know if I see that satisfaction. If I got a hundred million, like I was like, okay, cool. Like then what? You'll find more ways, but is that really, you just like keep inventing new ways of making money and that's fun? I I don't know. I don't know. I haven't.
3: I'm not saying I know the answer. Right. I don't
0: know the answer, but I I don't feel like that is the answer.
1: I think that everyone has their own answer probably.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, For sure. Do you, what do you see? Do do you find yourself like being some like billionaire and you're like, all right, cool.
1: No, I don't think so. Not at all. Uh, I wouldn't pay that much. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Billy, that's that's too much. Uh, I think that for me, I'm more similar to you, where I think like it's easier for me to have like a simpler life, yeah. And I think I, I would find more fulfillment out of that. Yeah. And I don't necessarily need a bunch of money or anything. Right. I just want to have enough. Yeah. See, for
0: Graham, I understand where he's coming from. I don't think he needs money because part of the reason why we do what we do is because it's like a game it's like a puzzle and it's fun to keep solving it you know and as a result we make money so it's cool so for for graham that's enough this puzzle it's like an infinite puzzle that is never solved mm-hmm. i get the appeal in that but i'm just saying for me it i don't know if that's what i foresee my life being like i i agree with you it's more about Do you have any idea though I, I think when I thought about it for me, I, I do think it's about kids. It's about like family and just maybe philanthropy. Maybe I'll feel fulfillment because I love to do magic and like artistry for people. And the reason that I do is not because people give me credit for being like talented. It's because I get to live through them the first moment that I saw magic. And when I see the joy and like the wow in their face, I feel like I get to live through that person. For the first time, their reaction, I get to experience it myself because once I know how a trick is done, it's ruined. But when I see somebody else have that same reaction, right. I'm like, oh, my it's God, awesome. that's what it felt like. And so, I don't know. It's like I just feel like there's more to life than just solving an infinite puzzle that, yeah, brings you money.
2: That's fun. I'm not saying it's not. You need an aquarium. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because fix I, I have to say, I've been so much happier when I got the piano. I'll put my, like, 30 minutes, sometimes like 45 minutes a day of the piano. That's what I'm saying.
1: Once you get it, it, (laughs) there's going to be something
2: else, right? The piano?
1: No, once you get the aquarium, there there will be
2: something else. Maybe. I mean, you want maybe a bigger aquarium at some point. (laughs) I don't know, but you know, there's what
3: this funny meme yeah. or joke
0: and I don't remember how it goes, but it's like, your happiness lies at the other side of this aquarium.
3: <laughs> it's, like, it's just like the most like
0: trivial, like, well, obviously you'd be happier once you get that aquarium. Like <laughs> that's the, that's the solution. But like, yeah, the reality is like, you're never going to be happy. But then we get like too philosophical where it's like, I don't think we were ever meant to be happy. Right. Like, you what
1: just, do you mean? And, Elaborate.
0: Like we were never meant to be happy as humans. We're we're always on this like hamster wheel of like chasing what we think is happiness. We have to be because otherwise, otherwise we just be complacent and do nothing, and we wouldn't evolve as
2: as a as a for sure. Kind. We'd all just be.
0: We'd still be caveman. But that's what I'm saying. So like with you making money, like the the reason I said it's it's just a tool. So you are stuck in this obsession of the tool itself. And I've been there and like, I know what it is because I've done this with cardistry, with magic, with cinematography. I've gotten so involved in the tool and perfecting the craft that is the tool to forget that there's a reason this tool exists. You you leverage the tool to tell a greater story than the tool itself. Yeah. So for you, it's like, yes, money, cool, whatever, companies, products, awesome, but those resources you can leverage
2: into something that is more meaningful maybe no but but that is that is helping people with financial literacy i i think if i were doing something that were destructive right that would had a negative impact on people even if i was making double the money i wouldn't feel good about it no no i'm not saying that i'm yeah. just saying do, do
0: you find like like for me if i was gonna go down your route of just let let's make as much money as possible i feel like i wouldn't get enjoyment of it until i utilize it but it's never been about making as much money as possible it's just just been a byproduct you're right you're right loving you know what i'm saying though i I didn't mean that you're right but i'm just saying do you not like have this urge to be like all right cool now i have all these resources how can i best leverage it to maybe make use of it that isn't necessarily for me because i know it's not for you when i'm making money yeah at this point it's like whatever
2: but do you want to leverage it somehow do you want to build something do you want to i'm still in the growth phase. Like yeah. I'm not, I'm not even there yet. I still want to continue growing. Like, right. It, no, I'm with and you. And I'm sure I'm at some too. point it might change. But I'm with you yeah. too. Yeah.
1: Do you think it ever will change, though? Maybe,
2: maybe not. But is I, I, I think I think, think as long as I'm as long as I'm happy doing what I'm doing, I think that's all that matters.
1: Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, I think that's true. Yeah. Do you guys think that animals are happy?
2: Yes. <laughs> yeah.
1: So y- do you, Andre? I've never thought
0: about that. Your dog is for sure happy. Yeah, I think he's happy when I give him like chicken. <laughs> right,
1: right. Do, do you think that they're capable of feeling happy? Like I think so, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, of course. So you think that the whole happiness complex is just a human issue? Possibly. Yeah. Why is that? Just because we're like self-aware? I don't think it's just
2: humans. I th- I think it's any evolved species. Like I think monkeys are capable of being be happy. are are capable of being unhappy. I think if you put a monkey in a cage with no socialization, they're going to be miserable. Same same thing with dogs. I think with the right conditions, they will be happy. But I think some animals that are capable of those feelings would not be happy under those certain conditions.
0: For sure, yeah. I think, if I was honest with myself, I think I'm the happiest that I've ever been in my life now. Like, I've never been happy. Is it
1: happiness or is it being content?
0: No, I think it's truly happy. Yeah, I don't think I'm, like, content.
2: We all got the same notification. I'm just curious if, if you, if we... Yeah, me I Kevin. Got meet Kevin. Meet Kevin. <laughs> he comes up in every podcast. Stimulus. Yep. fourteen hundred dollars Every podcast, somehow organically, Kevin comes up. And it's now become the running joke of the It's Like every podcast, it's like, oh, when's Kevin gonna come up? <laughs> His second stimulus update for the day. Speaking <laughs> of Kevin, Jesus yeah.
0: Christ, he's like crushing it. Oh my god. Yeah.
2: Kevin's a man. Jesus. I know his stock market portfolio. I'm listening to him in one year. It seems like he's figured out the entire stock market or he's gotten really lucky. Right. But I would say his analysis of stocks so far has been really spot on. Right. I love his in-depth breakdown videos on like, uh, I think he had one on what, what was the car manufacturer? Neo. Yeah. Maybe it was Neo. I love that video. And it got, I'm sure for him like a 10 out of 10 by far, but I love the video. No. Yeah. Kevin's he picked it up so fast
0: yeah Kevin's brilliant and it's cool is that he has like <clears throat> so much of a drive and a passion mm-hmm. even at his at this point yeah and he has like a family and kids we don't know how he
2: does it because I don't understand we how see him, him on there so. at like 11 p.m at night yeah still like going same energy and then 5 a.m the next morning he's on I, d- again. I don't get that. he was on clubhouse yeah. very very late last yeah it was like 11 o'clock yeah, last me night he sent a sleepy, no, sleepy face emoji past midnight yeah.
0: wow yeah, yeah he, wait, wait. he sent a sleepy face emoji he's like oh this is boring <laughs> yeah meanwhile this is too slow yeah. for my fast brain <laughs> i know
1: do you think you suffer from perfectionism
0: yeah it gets to the point where like i find myself in a, in a loop and it's been like two hours and i'm like i need to like go forward i i obsess about a detail that i think nobody would notice Like what like um i'll do a take and i'm like oh that didn't sound right i'll do it over again and i'll maybe like be stuck for half an hour on something that's a minute long It happens from, not all the time, but like sometimes it happens and then I force myself to get over it. Um, Another time I'll be editing something and I'll be like, oh, this is, I got to add this. I've become a lot better at it, but when I first started, it would take me
2: so long to like edit or do something just, yeah, it's crazy. I get this every now and then when I'm trying to say one sentence, but you start saying it too often that you mispronounce like one word. Yeah. That happens to me all the time. Yeah, but and like, then I can't say it again. Yeah,
0: it's crazy but like just, some people are really gifted like Kevin. He could just talk, he just watch the news yeah, and I know. just reiterate it. Yeah, and it's amazing. That's a, that's a talent. He'll make a great asset.
1: <laughs> I asked him if yeah. I asked him if he's a perfectionist at all and his answer was just no.
3: That was no. it. Just like <laughs> not at all. Not good. Not at all. Yeah, yeah. I'm good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, Kevin's definitely someone we all look up to, I'm sure.
3: Yeah, it's crazy. We I can't do, believe I'm yeah. sitting
0: here and talking with you. Like that's awesome. Why? Yeah, because really? I used to watch watch you in twenty nineteen. You had like three hundred K subs. Yeah. And I was like, Wow, this guy's awesome. I'm sure he'll get to a million at some point. And then you took off and I was like, Oh, now that's you're crazy. Off. Yeah, no, I'm taking out. It no, it's
1: it's an honor to be sitting here with you, Andre. Yeah,
0: oh, thank you. But it's crazy the fact that like you, you know when you want you, like you with right. dubs, like it's yeah, the same yeah, feeling. Yeah, yeah. It's like really? wow. Do you still
2: have that there's no way you still have that feeling. Nah, you're old news. <laughs>
3: <laughs> now you show
2: up, you're lazy, like oh, let's get this over with. <laughs> I gotta get going. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, it's it's such a cool feeling. Yeah, and I I don't take it for granted. Well,
1: we want you on the podcast. As much as possible because these episodes do really well and the conversations are amazing.
2: Yeah. See, I want to do once a month where it's like you, me, and Jeremy. We, we invited Kevin. Well, Kevin can't show. Uh, no, on the podcast. It's a oh, the podcast see. episode. For this? Yeah. For this? Yeah. Yeah, because Jeremy's are so good because he really goes off on like the stock market and the economy. Sure. And we just, I just listen, I listen to what he has to say on that. Right, But I think all of us together would really get in like a good rhythm on that for sure Well, which is why we're making that channel, right? Millennial money. Epic.
0: That's right That's gonna be epic. I'd love yeah. to hear people's like comments if
2: if anyone's left watching this video there There a, will be people any watching. ideas. Yeah, of we forest. get about 20% at the very end So like 20% of the 20% people, on YouTube. Yeah,
1: but on like anchor like the streaming Spotify, services. Yeah. It's a lot yeah, right. it's it's like maybe seven. I would
2: love to hear
0: people's ideas for what they would like for us to talk about or do because I'm, sh- I'm sure there is a channel like that already where like people take risks or like they compete against each other for fun investments. Money so, challenges, like, I think. Money is, challenges. That would be fun. Like we so each take a grand. And we a grand. Something. Yeah. That's, yeah. If whether I ever
1: started a channel, that's what it would be. Whether it's literally challenges. a casino
0: yeah. that we go to and we like see who can win more money yeah. or, you know. Weren't we going to do that on your channel? I want to do that. Yeah, that's so literally it. what I wanted to yeah. do. Yeah.
2: You said you hooked it up with Red Rock. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, so and, whenever you want to do it, just let us know. Okay.
1: And Andre, you you are onboarding help at some point?
0: I'd like to. I want to start hiring. I just, like, I need somebody who's a good editor. Who could do laundry. No, I don't even to do my laundry. No, I'm
1: good. <laughs> so... So, if you've made it to this point and you want to make a video and a title and, uh, you know, entitle it and thumbnail it and address Andre.
0: Yeah, preferably if you live in Vegas though, because like I'd like to work face to face. Yes,
1: 100%.
0: So I would need to meet them and just like hang out and, you know, I I think Mm -hmm. ideally at some point we'd probably like live with them because then Mm -hmm. you have to. Mm -hmm. I can't like send footage. It helps that you guys are together all
2: the time. Well, then you have somebody work from a home office if they don't want to necessarily live with you. That's
0: true. That's true.
2: Which I have, uh, anyway.
0: (laughs) 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 Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs)
3: No no one's
0: watching it anymore, so it's all good. Nobody's watching this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to assume like 10 people are left at this point.
1: (laughs) Be lucky if it's 10.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway, just uh, if you if you want to pitch anybody to reach out to you, yeah, I think if, it would be worth it.
0: Yeah, sure. How do I include my email? Yeah, you can put it, it in the description. Yeah, yeah, and my BlockFi code
3: too.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sign up for BlockFi.com dot yeah. <laughs> com slash Andre. Would you Would you actually hire somebody? I would. Really? Yeah. Okay. That'd be cool. What What do you want them to do? Just
0: editing edit and shoot. Help me out. Yeah. Just, you don't need help. Anything basically else? Basically, like Jack.
1: Yeah. Andre needs a Jack. And, yeah. needs your name jack. has to okay. be Jack. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: There was someone else that we reached out to earlier, uh, whose name was also Jack. No way. And I thought it would be so funny to get two Jacks. Yeah, that's funny. Be like Jack, I need your help, one. and you're like what? Jack two. Yeah. Yeah. One Jack two. I would I would like yeah, preferably if your name is Jack, would be that's that's like mm-hmm. extra ten points. Mm-hmm.
0: Ten points for Gryffindor. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks. Your for name's got to be
2: Jack or Macy. Would be really funny too. <laughs>
0: yeah thanks for having me man thank you Is there thank anything you for else? coming on no i love you guys thank you for yeah. watching and thank you for watching my videos definitely yeah. do, do you want to look
2: for the oh we should do the outro uh ready yeah cool so andre thank you so much for coming out really appreciate it and guys thank you so much for watching really pre- oh you know what you got to tell them to smash like button. look at that camera and tell them to smash like button. <laughs> where did this come from i don't know <laughs> We were just talking to him and He's like, "All right, we got to do the all outro. Right. All right, guys. All right,
3: it gets so he's <laughs> just like
2: energized. It. Like, what, where did this? All right, guys, from? let's destroy that like button. HGH. Yeah. All right. Um, what was I gonna say? Smash the like button. Destroy the like button for the YouTube algorithm. That camera right there.
0: Destroy the like button for the YouTube algorithm. Please, please <laughs> subscribe. Please subscribe and. Get your two free stocks down below in the description. and uh, Go to BlockFi.com forward slash Andre to get up to $250 worth of free Bitcoin. When you deposit and $2 million in the platform. <laughs> and uh, Otherwise, for- you get a dollar. <laughs> I don't know how much it don't is. Don't forget to get those free uh, Weeble stonks and check out my
2: Patreon. <laughs> cool. Thanks so much, man. For Appreciate me, it. Man. Oh, yeah. So we're going to be starting a joint channel. Get this. Between Andre, me, Jeremy, and Kevin. What?
3: Yeah. Why yeah. didn't you tell
2: me? Because it just happened. When? Now,
3: it's gonna Wait, be epic. What? Yeah. Now? Yeah. Like yeah.
2: just right now.
3: Really? Now. Yes.
0: Yeah. No. Yeah. Not right now. Yes. Yes. Right now. Right now. This is the announcement video.
2: Yeah. We have never talked about it.
1: No. No. This is. I. You get me way too much. I'm not gonna believe this. I refuse to believe <laughs> it. <laughs> I message Jack all the time now. Just
2: show him the picture. Yeah. Yeah. No. Did, did, did you not see it? it? I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. So Kevin, that's just a meme. No. Kevin it's made not.
0: a whole channel. And we're making banners, like look at that, there's like different ideas. That's the other banner. Yeah. Should we tell them what the channel name is here?
2: Uh yeah, what is it called?
0: Millennial Money.
2: Millennial Money. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah. That's
1: not the name of the channel. It Why is. not?
2: Millennial Money? It's yeah. so great. Is that not good?
1: No, I think it's good, but it is uh not
2: super original,
1: but it's good.
0: Yeah, no, it's good for SEO. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: That's all <we> need. C- <laughs> CNBC is going to have to change the name now no, to no, do something no, else. No, CNBC does not yeah.
0: own Millennial Money. No, That's no. just their subheading. Right, right. But you know, we looked at Millennial Money channels. We're going to be the biggest one. Yeah. We, when, <laughs> no, you guys, you
2: guys aren't. Are you serious? Yes. Yes. Yeah, we're going to meet once a week yes. for one hour. Yeah, probably just, on Tuesdays. Yeah, Tuesdays. I think it's six after six. Yeah. And we're just going to record a one-hour video. Yep. And uh, we'll just talk, and about we'll do whatever. we'll do Clubhouse too. Yeah. We'll do it simultaneously, so people can
0: tune in and ask us questions if they want. And yeah. it could be like a live panel. Yeah, it's meant to be more of like a live panel sort of
1: thing. Oh, so you're gonna have like people asking questions and stuff like yeah, that. Just yeah,
2: just or we just chit chat about whatever. Yeah. Huh? It's gonna be sick. Yeah.
0: Our goal? Nah, this is just me making stuff up. But what? <laughs> I, was, I was like, I was typing ever, to everybody in the chat room. I was like, Yeah, our goal is gonna be a hundred million dollar valuation in five years.
3: Oh.
2: That's yeah. that'd be sick. Yeah,
1: that's that's uh, yeah.
2: We could do it. We could do it. Yeah. Easy, <laughs> easy. <Yeah. laughs> and we're all just we're all gonna th- just invest. You know, we're gonna be young investors. Yeah. We're, we're gonna things, yellow Sarah. into yeah. you know Dogecoin, all
0: all the solid blue chip investments that right. you know people like Jack Bogle, John Bogle would approve of. You know? Yeah, things like Bitcoin.
3: Yeah.